0: today's leading women episode 345 with the wonderful louise aspie women all over the world get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight you are now listening to today's leading women with marie grace berg I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Louise Ashby. Louise Ashby is an international inspirational and motivational speaker. With an amazing life story of twists of fate, actress Louise is a remarkable young woman who, facing monumental obstacles, beat the odds. The radical changes that Louise was forced to endure only empowered her. To the contrary, she steadfastly pursued her lifelong goals and found success in the face of tragedy. Louise calls herself a life architect, helping those she works with design the blueprint for their lives and and shows them how to achieve all that is possible. Women of the world, Miss Louise Ashby. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Hi and we are doing awesome and we're delighted to have you on the show uh, louise and i'm so happy that you are raising our have the opportunity to be chatting with you today, so thank you now, Louise. I really love what you 're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort you know the SWAT equity, the knowledge and experience to build this special business you call your on. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your okay. business. You know there might be okay. people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche?
1: Absolutely. So um, Louise Ashby Life Architect is basically um, really it's about helping individuals to become clear on what it is that they want their lives to look like. And then we build a plan together to make that a reality. So in essence, it's we we are the architects of our lives. So we can come together and we can make that a reality.
0: Yes, I love what I'm hearing about your business and this life architect. You know, designing our life, designing uh, our life based on how we want it. And now you want you want other you want to help other people as well to design their own lives by providing the blueprint for success and how they should be. They can uh, design their own life as well. It's great that you shared that one with us. But what continues to inspire you to continue doing this in your business?
1: What inspired me to to build this business was um, I I never set out to do this, ironically. Um, What happened was I, you know, as a kid, I always wanted to be an actress and a model. And I was trained to be an actress. And then I moved to California when I was 21 years old. And I've gone through a lot of things as as a kid, as a you know as everybody does you know the childhood years kind of uh ground us and kind of set us up for what we're going to feel later on in life and um when i moved to california from london to los angeles directly um about 6 weeks later i was involved in a horrific car accident that wasn't my fault, it was somebody else's fault but it was so bad they say it was the worst car accident in 30 years that it actually took away the left of my face the left side of my face was completely smashed, they say it was like smashing an egg on a marble floor and um, so I became disfigured and um, so that kind of took away not kind of, it did take away with it my career in front of the camera, and I was left with with me, and um, looking in the mirror for the first time six weeks later, I was left looking at an, a reflection of somebody that I didn't recognise, and I had to look at oh wow this isn't this isn't Louise. I don't know who this person is. This is, um, you know, I don't want to say a freak, but it was a disfigured person. It was, um, you know, there were bandages. I was blind in one eye. I have no smell, no taste. I lost the front left lobe of my brain. Um, you know, my family had flown out from England. They found it difficult to look at me. Um, it was a very, very bad situation. And, um, it was not something you ever get prepared for in your younger years. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you're told, well, one day, you know, you're going to need your education because you, you know, if you go to college to study medicine, you might be a surgeon, or if you go to college to study English, you might be a professor, or, you know, this might happen because if you do this... You can prepare for this, but nobody ever says, you know, one day you might lose your face and not know who you are, you not, not recognize yourself. So I really had to look at who I was on the inside and um, say, wow, you know, what don't I like about myself and what do I like about myself? And I really need to go inside and fix all of these things because my outsides have gone. Now, and it was at that point that I realised that the outside is just a shell, and it's the inside that makes us who we are. The beauty comes from within, and so I had to do a lot of work on myself. And um, uh, the doctors said that I couldn't be fixed, and I told them that that was not what I foresaw happening, that I would be fixed, that they would fix me, and uh, every day I visualized myself as being whole and complete, and um, every time the doctors said, no, this couldn't happen, or no, this wouldn't happen, or that I would never open my eye again, I didn't listen to what they were saying. I just, you know, I kind of, out of nowhere, I, I learned how to meditate and visualize it happening and it happened and i never took no for an answer and and so all of this stuff started happening and then you know it worked and it took 10 years and 28 surgeries and you know a lot of metal bolts and plates and you know underneath my skin i looked like the terminator on my left side like the bionic woman And I still have no vision in the left eye of smell or taste and everything else. But on the outside, I look like I did before, more or less. And now because of all the work I've done on myself as a person, I'm, you know, a lot different and a lot more whole. And I see a lot more. To life than I did before because I also saw a lot of how other people reacted to me as a disfigured person too. I mean, I was asked to leave public places, so I saw a lot more to life than I ever would have seen had I not gone through this experience. So I don't do not regret it, and um, uh, so I set up a charity to help people who were going through facial disfigurement and to help babies and children who were born into disfigurement or who had gone through something that was through no fault of their own, who needed help and that families needed help to deal with how the world was treating them um, through their not understanding of you know, disfigurement. People were so judgmental and um, from that came my need and want to help others deal with who they were and that everyone had this strength within them to get through anything. And, uh, I felt that I could say that that was possible because I had done it myself. And, um, I was somebody that had you met, you know, a few years before you never would have thought that I would have been able to get through anything. My mother had died five years before a a year before, um, this happened. And, um, I just was not the person you would have thought had the strength to have gone through this. And so I started counseling a lot of people and I thought, you know what, this is something that really gives me a good feeling. And I want to help people to figure out who they are and what they can do in their lives. And so from that, um, my business was born.
0: Wow, what a beautiful story and what an inspiring story you have there. I mean, coming out from a physical uh, challenge, I mean, physical experience after an accident that that disfigure your face, your body, but despite of that one, you got out from it, and you are such a role model and inspiration to many of out there who are in the same, who have experience or who have the same. St- st- uh, tragedy that you just have so what a great story what a, an inspiring one that you had there and now you want to help others uh going through that because yes I agree with you that be you know it's the inside of, it's how we feel inside our body that really matters and now you're helping others get through those the challenges that they have so great um, that you have this and uh, that you have you're providing this for others as well but let's just talk about work life balance as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, you know, we Work-life balance is a challenge for most of us, and it's really crucial to overall success in life. But the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance? And what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business?
1: Um, well, what I like to do is I think it's important to have um a schedule and structure, and so, in the morning, I think and I think this is for everybody that in the morning, let's say if you have kids and you have to get up at seven o'clock to get your kids breakfast and get them off to school, try getting up fifteen minutes earlier so that you can give, all half an hour earlier. I know that seems like a lot. If it's like 6.30, you're like, oh my goodness, no, that's too early. Um, but just to give yourself some time to give yourself a meditation, do a gratitude list, do some journaling, so you have some you time, some time for you in the morning, like have a morning ritual where you feel that it's your time to connect with you. And to get to kind of check in. So if you do your morning check-in with you, then you kind of feel like you've started your day off right? So you do I like to do that. That's something that I like to do. I have my morning cup of tea, my meditation, I do my journaling, my gratitude list, I have a gratitude journal, I write the ten things that I'm grateful for. And that also, you know, promotes an attitude of gratitude. So then you go throughout your day looking for things to be grateful for. And I think that turns everything around in any area as well. And then, um, you know, there's, if you look at all the different areas in your life, there's financial, health, education, physical, relationships, family, career, um, spiritual, and just, you know, schedule your day. You have 24 hours, so schedule your day so that you can fit something to each of those. Make sure that you can put aside some time for each of those. And if it doesn't look like you can do it all in that day, don't beat yourself up. The biggest thing is that we beat ourselves up. You know, and uh, I think that that is one of the biggest lessons for all of us is to stop being so hard on ourselves. Like, you know, we're all doing the best that we can at any given time with what we have. So, you know, as long as we're trying and, you know, we're making an effort and we're figuring it out, you know, if you couldn't do it today then you'll know, oh, well, maybe I can schedule it better tomorrow. And um, you can restart your day at any time as well. So if you get out of bed on the wrong side of the bed and you find that you're having a miserable time, then just, you know, close your eyes, put your feet on the ground and say a little prayer or a little meditation and restart your day.
0: Wow, great tips there.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. I mean, I love those tips that you've just shared with us and having that schedule and structure, getting up early um, for your morning rituals, to so do your morning rituals like meditation, uh, sipping your cup of tea, journaling. Um, this is, these are routines that you can set for yourself early in the morning. And I know it's it's hard for most of us, but it's really important to get up earlier than, than you normally do and then have this me time, have this downtime for yourself to take care of for yourself, to do those self-care rituals that you know are going to be helpful to you, beneficial to you. And it's really important not only to schedule the, your business activities, or, but also the, those that are important to you, the priorities, the areas in your life that are important to you, your family, your business, yourself, your fitness. Those are all important and it's all about structuring your day, just like what Louise just shared with us.
1: And also, you know, we live in a world of technology now where our phones have alarms and reminders. So, you know, you can set your day up the night before. You can set it up on a schedule on your phone, on the diary. So you can set up your whole day within that 24 hours with alarms set so that, you know, you know at 4 o'clock you want to be done with that particular project or writing schedule, or business meeting, or whatever it is that you have, or fitness workout, or tea, I'm English, so I say tea, or whatever it is, and that your alarm goes off so that you're, you know, on to the next thing. Or even if it's um, you set a schedule so that you make sure that you go to a yoga class or that you... um, You know, you put in that extra hour in the office if you're somebody that doesn't like to do that, or if you're somebody that doesn't like to do paperwork, set yourself an hour to do paperwork. So you just start it and you just do it for an hour, or just do it for 30 minutes. You know, set yourself 30 minutes. So you just do 30 minutes that one day. You don't have to do like the whole lot. Just do 30 minutes just so you start it and go through it, you know, just make little starts to things and it will gradually get done. And I guarantee you, when you start doing something, what I've found is, you know, if you're not putting all that pressure on yourself to do it all at once, then when you start doing it, you kind of get into it and you're like, you know what, now I've started it, I want to finish it anyway.
0: Yeah, so let's use the technology that we have nowadays for our advantage. I mean, timing ourselves, using the alarm clock, so that you can you can schedule your time, you can schedule your day according to activities. So that, and also that, like what uh, Luis just shared with us, that will push you to accomplishing them. That will, by setting those time limits, those time constraints, those deadlines to yourself. So well said. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that, success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success?
1: Success to me, um, I think it's, it's such a tricky one. Well, it's not. And now at this point in my life, success means to me balance and feeling good on the inside, because, you know, I think a lot of us have seen people who have millions of dollars and they're miserable. And then we've seen people who have nothing and they're so happy. And and then you look at that picture and you go, okay, well, then what is success? And I think success really, to me, is inner peace. Is finding an inner peace, an inner strength in yourself to know who you are, to kind of feel empowered in who you are, to know that you are capable of doing whatever it is that you put your mind to and to feeling whole and complete and okay about it and um, and peaceful. I think the biggest tragedy that I saw around me was when there was a big there was a big um, financial crisis a number of years ago and there were a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of people lost all their money on the stock market and a lot of the people that lost that lost their jobs were these hedge fund, um, hedge fund um, managers who all they'd ever known was getting up at five o'clock in the morning, going to their jobs, you know, managing people's money and, you know, having these very, very wealthy lives and, you know, going on these wealthy vacations and blah, 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 blah. But like, you know, work, 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 work. And then suddenly they were out of a job And they didn't know what to do. They had no idea how to actually live their lives. And, you know, I was friends with some of their wives and I just saw these men crumble because they had no idea what to do. And they became complete shells of themselves because they, you know... And they, they gambled away all the money, you know. They lost everything. Now they're completely broke. You know, they weren't allowed back into their golfing club or whatever it was. It was like everything that they thought was important wasn't important. So I think success is about figuring out what really is living what really is important to you and what is going to make you happy. You know, and and recently I've heard like Oprah Winfrey and Barbara Walters and and, um, I think there were a couple of others who said that they've, you know, had these wonderful jobs that they've had for years and years and years that has taken them all over the world doing all these incredible interviews and everything. But what they found is that while they've been doing these jobs and doing these interviews it's that they've been going so fast that they didn't have time to take it all in and to actually travel around these countries and do all these things. But at the same time, they were both very grateful that they got to go to these countries to you know, do these interviews? That they wished that they had had the time to take in before they had to go to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. So I think success to me is about taking things in and being able to look around me and go ah oh, to you know to make sure that I'm happy and that I'm I'm surrounded by good people and that. That uh, knowing wow. that my worth, wa- my worth is not my bank account. Whether I have a million dollars, ten million dollars, or ten dollars in the bank account, that's not my worth.
0: Wow! What a great present.
1: Yeah, I think that's. I think that's important to know.
0: Yes, I love your perspective on success, and I mean, like what you just said, that it's all about finding balance, feeling good from the inside, finding that inner peace, doing what makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, I truly believe that what is satisfying and gratifying is that you are happy with what you're doing, that you are making a difference in other people's lives because of what you do. It's a great perspective in that.
1: Right. Right. Now, and remembering I, that when you die. You go go with
0: nothing. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So it's it's those intangible benefits of being in business that really fulfills us. A great lesson there as well. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past.
1: Don't listen to the negative voices or the people around you who say, no, no, you can't do this. Surround yourself by support. Um, Be willing to learn from your mistakes. Be excited and treat each day as an adventure.
0: Wow, great takeaway there. takeaways there that you just shared with us. Let me just summarize uh, again for the, uh, for our listeners. So the first one is to believe in yourself. Believe in what it is that you're putting out there. Surround yourself with uh, people that supports your visions, that supports your dreams, that supports your passion. And of course, to learn from your mistakes. And I love when you said about enjoying the journey because I truly believe that success is all about enjoying the journey. Great tips there that we can all take action on today. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes last but not the least louise i'd love for you to share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it and what's the best way that they can connect with you and then we'll end from there
1: um they can connect with me via email at louise at louise or on my website, which is actually in the process of being rebuilt, but it's uh, LouiseAshby.org. www.louiseashby.org. LouiseAshby. Org. Um. And what was the last bit that you asked? Or what was what would they get from being from working with me? Yes. Oh well, we would work out a. Um, Basically, we would put a blueprint together of what exactly your ideal life would look like, what, exact, what your business plan is, um, basically put together your dreams and your goals, and then we would put an action plan in place and make it a reality, and um, I would be be the person that you're accountable to. And so that's, that's what we do. And, and um, it's fun and we make it exciting and we make it an adventure and we make it something that is possible. And why not?
0: Yes, exactly. Why not?
1: So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Life is fun.
0: Yes. So that's louiseashby.org. Make sure to note that one is .org. And I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. So for our listeners out there, I highly encourage you to go there now, louiseashby.org. Check out what their offerings are. And if that resonates with you, I highly encourage you to jump in, at least also to be on their newsletter so that you can be updated on what she's putting out there. Again, I hope you have these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast. Be available. Available in the beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Louise Ashby or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find find it for you. Again, that link is Louis asby.org. Louise, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business
1: and in your life. Thank you, Marie. Have a beautiful day.
0: All right TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite Today's Leading Woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one, after you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash myitunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's leading women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite Today's Leading Women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite Today's Leading Woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome! Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's